Welcome back to another episode of the Fun Sized Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten, and I'm coming at you with a solo personal episode, and I'm just going to dive right on in. So I just got back from a bachelorette weekend in Scottsdale, Arizona for my future sister-in-law, and we went from Wednesday to Saturday afternoon, and it was a ton of fun, filled with booze and lots of french fries. I don't know what it is, what's up with Scottsdale, Arizona, but everywhere we went, we had the best fries I have ever had in like my entire life. Probably the worst for us health-wise, but flavor and texture out of this world. And you guys know me, it's not like I have fries on the reg, but out of the three days that I was there, I had a meal with french fries every day. (laughs) Plus, my breakfast sandwich on the last day had super crispy roasted potatoes that I know were just like covered in oil. But I tell you all of this to kind of paint the picture of what this weekend looked like. Lots of indulgent food, lots of booze, and I'm not usually a big drinker. I know everybody says this, but when I drink now, it's usually between one to three drinks tops. Like I feel like four, you know, that's pushing it. But I also feel like I should fill you in on my drinking history to paint you an even better picture. So I started drinking when I was in ninth grade. Yay for underage drinking. (laughs) And I was a total champ with alcohol. Like I could put it away and my friends were always so surprised. To be honest, I was going through a huge rebellious stage during this time of my life. I am the only girl in my family and my parents were so strict with me and not my brother so I was definitely acting out in high school like I was a really good student but I had a little too much fun on the weekends when I knew I was out of sight Um, I had much more freedom obviously when I went to college a thousand miles away from home right my family's on Long Island I went to school in Florida like I was like the farther the better And I know I'm probably exaggerating. I'm very lucky that my parents looked after me and cared for me in that sense. But I also was a teenage girl where I was like, I just want to have fun. And they are not letting me have fun because my curfew is like 9 p.m. And that's not cool. (laughs) Anyway, so I I did drink a lot on the weekends in college. Um, I used to do this thing where for every beer I drank, I used to put the cap or the little flip top thing in my purse and I would count them the next day and this was just like a silly little game I would play with myself just to know how much I drank and it usually was between 8 to 12 beers a night and beer pong was my jam like that is where you could find me and I was definitely not sipping the beer in the cups (laughs) but I always had a beer in hand while playing beer pong and so I think I drank more than I needed to during playing those but anyway Um, so I was, I was definitely a weekend drinker. I cared a lot about school, so I never let it interfere with any of my schooling, but I did go kind of hard on the weekends. Like I have to say, I, yeah. And then I turned 21 at the end of my last fall semester. So that means that my last spring semester of college was the only semester that I was legally able to drink. But I was in my internship 
living alone and I wasn't seeing any of my friends regularly because I wasn't having classes with them and my dog unfortunately had to be put down and it was just a really really bad semester and I didn't feel like drinking so I rarely drank and it was sometime after graduation that I really got into working out and fitness and then eventually competing and drinking just didn't phase me anymore. So from age 22 to about 26 or 27, I barely had a drop of alcohol. And when I did, I would feel it hard. Like one, because my body was like, what the hell is this poison you're putting into me right now? And two, because I was the leanest and the lightest I had ever been in my entire life. So I was the true definition of a lightweight. And then ever since going through hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery, what was that, 28, 28, end of 28, 29 almost, um, and learning to have more food freedom, I allowed myself to have alcohol more frequently again and not feel as guilty about it, not feel like it was ruining all my progress in the gym kind of thing, which I had felt previously. But now I was like, yeah, like... We're not, we're not at that stage anymore. We're not competing. We're not doing this shit anymore. So I had a lot more freedom, food freedom, alcohol freedom, a little bit more flexibility. But still, I was mostly a weekend drinker. If I drank, it was special occasions or on the weekend. And I would say within the last year or so, I've definitely opened up a little bit more and loosened that rule. And now I have no problem pouring myself a glass of tequila soda on a Tuesday. And I don't know why I pick that day every time I talk about this, but I do. And so this is kind of where shit gets a little weird. And I kind of mentioned this on a previous episode, but being a fitness and nutrition coach, I don't often share when I'm drinking, especially on Instagram, because I don't want to lose trust with my audience or give the wrong impression. It's such a weird space to be in. And sometimes I don't always know how to go about it. So most of the time I just don't post about it. But obviously I decided that I was going to post that I was at my sister-in-law's bachelorette weekend. And like, it was fun and I looked cute. So I was going to post it. And so, I don't know. It's a little, it's still a little weird sharing stuff like that. Because I'm not sure, like, I don't know. It's it's so weird. I, I don't want to overthink it. But in essence, I do drink. It's usually just for special occasions or when I just really want to take the edge off. I had a bad day, whatever. Like, I'm human. I do those things too. And of course, I want to be real with you guys and be like, yeah, I'm having a good time right now. But I also don't want to overshare my alcohol consumption in a way that makes it seem like I'm promoting it or something. So that's why when a client of mine asked me to make a podcast about recovering from the bachelorette trip I just went on because, as she said... Quote, I know you don't indulge like that often, end quote. I was kind of just like, does she think that I not drink at all? Because I do. I just don't post about it often. And I just, I don't get shit-faced often. So maybe that's kind of what she's asking. So here I am on this episode. And I figured I'd share with you how I recovered from last Friday after having I don't know how many drinks the night before. 
I can give you a minimum though. So I know for a fact that I had a high noon while getting ready, two margaritas with dinner, one glass of champagne, one weird lemonade cocktail thing, and I'm honestly not sure if I finished that one. So the champagne and the lemonade thing were free from some bottle service at a nightclub that we were at, and I watched them pour it, so I know I didn't get roofied, just FYI. Um, so after that, we went to a different club. I got my go-to tequila soda with lime. I finished that. We went to another bar, did a tequila shot. So at this point, we're talking definitely five and a half plus a shot. And then the rest of the night is a little blurry, but I'm 80% sure that I had at least another tequila soda and a shot after that too. It's just a little blurry. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Um, but needless to say, that's a lot for a five foot nothing girl who doesn't drink that often. Now, what I didn't tell you is that I had a full glass of water between all of those drinks. So when I was younger, pre-21, <laughs> living in Florida, going to college, where it's humid, I never took that rule so seriously. Now, living in Las Vegas, where it's a dry AF, I pretty much always have water between my drinks because if I don't, I almost instantly get a headache. And it's like, oh, okay, need water, need water. And since we were in Arizona, where it's also dry, desert, I was pretty darn responsible with that, I must say. So I even got called out at, at the bar twice by two different guys who were like, you're just drinking water? I'm like, no, no. You have to understand, I just finished a drink, so I have to have water, and then I then you can buy me another drink. Just just hang on for a second. Like, come on now. But anyway, so I'm sure that drinking more water is probably what helps me to drink a little bit more, which probably isn't the best thing, but it is what it is, and we got to do what you got to do, you know? So when we got back to our Airbnb that morning at 3 a.m., I filled my 32 ounce water bottle with a liquid IV. I drank the whole thing while having a solid heart to heart with my future sister-in-law that I don't often get to see. So that was really nice. Um, but we finally laid down to go to bed about 4.30 AM. And I honestly cannot tell you the last time that happened. My bedtime normally is 8.30 or 9 PM. So going to bed at 4.30, that hasn't happened since college. Midnight to 1 a.m., yes, I could probably count on one hand how many times that's happened in the last five years, but 4.30, that's a late night. I, yeah, mm-mm, not me. You want to know the best part? I woke up less than two hours later because my body is so used to getting up early from the gym. And so at this point, you could imagine I have a hangover. <laughs> and I'm running on fumes. So here's what I did to recover. As soon as I got up, I had a 20 ounce Essentia water. It's like the one with the electrolytes in it. Essentially, I had 20 ounces of water, like chugged that. And I'm not a chugger, I don't chug. But that one went down pretty easy. 
I had a cup of black coffee, then I had a banana, and a 16 ounce body armor drink. Like it was like the 15 calorie one, it was the low calorie one. But I had all of that within an hour of waking up. I was the only one up at this point. <laughs> Crazy girl over here. Only one up, so I was just like, I'm, I'm just gonna make myself okay. So literally all the fluids, all the electrolytes, and all the potassium. And after a few of the other girls woke up, we walked about a mile to a local coffee shop where I got an unsweetened iced tea. I wasn't really feeling more caffeine at that point, so it's like I just wanted a tea. I don't think I even finished it. I think I got halfway through it. Um, but I sipped on that like really slow because I was just full of fluids. And then we had to walk the almost mile back. And the whole time I was walking, I was like, wow, I actually feel pretty good for how bad of a hangover I had and how little sleep I got. But the moment we got back and I stopped moving, it that's when I got that queasy feeling again. I was like, oh, it's still here. Definitely still here. So I put another liquid IV into my 30 ounce water bottle and I sipped on that for the rest of the morning. At some point, I had a piece of bacon, a couple bites of eggs, and half of a muffin, but I just wasn't really hungry because I was so full of fluids. And this was about the time when I was feeling the most bloated, which absolutely makes sense from all the electrolytes I've been stacking up on. So like I knew what was happening, so I think it made me less hard on myself because I was like oh this is just you know and then around noon we left to go to a day club pool party and even though I know that it's kind of sort of a myth that more alcohol can cure a hangover I just really felt like I needed something to take a little bit of the edge off so I got a high noon and I sipped on that for like two hours. Like I literally had one can <laughs> and I got halfway through it and it was just so warm. And then so I got a water, I think I got like two waters um, in between that. And then once the water was gone, there was a little bit of ice left and I poured the high noon in there and I was sipping on that during lunch, um, which lunch was some french fries, like really good french fries. I don't know why Arizona, I like someone needs to tell me why but <laughs> so french fries and crispy chicken sliders we all know greasy fried food it's like the best hangover cure so I went for it and so I still was like sipping on a high noon throughout that I had a little bit left after lunch finished it um and I like by this point I was feeling way better than I expected that I would so that my friends is how I recovered from the hangover from hell. It wasn't the worst one I have ever had, but it also was a hangover, right? Like they're all bad. I don't know what a good hangover is. So if you know you're gonna have a night like this, my biggest tips would be to drink water between drinks. I know it sounds so like mom of me to say, I'm not a mom, but it sounds mommy. Drink water between drinks, especially if you're in dry climates. Drink electrolytes before you go to bed, then load up on all of the things when you wake up. And finally, just give it time for the toxins to flush out. Time, time, time. 
Now, for the recovery from the weekend as a whole, we're talking food, we're talking drinks, we're talking not working out for three days. How do I recover from all of that? It's actually a hell of a lot simpler than you think. For me, going to the gym, meal prepping, eating healthy, drinking water, all of that is already a part of my day-to-day routine. So when I get home, I literally just do what I do when I'm home. I jump right back onto my normal routine. So it's all about having a healthy day-to-day routine already established before you leave for a trip. And I used to think that all of my progress was going to be flushed down the drain after a weekend like what I just had. I used to feel like I had to go extra hard after a vacation filled with booze and all the yummy foods. And I used to have so much anxiety over it. Like I'd hit the gym for longer. I'd add running and hit and I'd push, 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 push until I felt normal again. And now I don't do any of that because now I know that if I just return to my normal routine without adding anything extra, I'm going to feel normal again within the same amount of time. Like I don't have to do extra work to get the same result. And you can't rush your body to get the toxins out. It's just going to do it when it's going to do it. So you've got to give it time. So I just pick back up again without putting any extra pressure on myself. And I think the biggest difference between how I used to do things before versus how I do things now has to do with a mindset shift away from perfection and into consistency. So I'll give you two examples. So first is I used to be such a perfectionist with my food and my workouts. Like if I had one off week, I'd look at it as a huge failure. Like, oh my God, I just messed everything up. But now, if I have one off week, I look at all of the years as a whole and I realize that in the grand scheme of things, this one week is such a small percentage of time that really does not hold significant weight. So it's all about what you do majority of the time and not just some of the times. And the second example is that I don't have a perfectionist mindset about my body anymore. Do I have bad body image days? Yes. Every once in a while, I get in my head, I get in my own way, it arises, it comes up, I'm human. But again, it's really about how you feel most of the time and not just a handful of times. Anyway, so I used to come back from a trip thinking, oh my god, I have to lose weight. I don't know if I actually needed to, but it was just in my head that I needed to. Do I come back from a trip now thinking, oh my God, I'm so perfect and I'm the hottest thing ever? No, hell no. I know I have imperfections. I know there's things that could be improved, but I don't let those imperfections rule me anymore. I don't let them determine what I do when I get back from a trip. I'm honestly pretty content with where my body is at right now. And I know that within a few days, as I start moving my body again, having some salads, because, you know, that's what my body craves. It's not like I'm trying to lose weight. It's literally my body is like, oh my God, you haven't had vegetables in days. Please, please, please. So it's like listening to your body and all that. But I know that having a few days of my normal routine, I know that I'm going to feel fine. And this isn't the first time that I've come back from a trip feeling like this. Like I'm 
cool with what I see in the mirror and I'm chill and I'm zen. I'd say how I have felt coming back from my trips within the last few years have felt very similar to this. And this feeling of being okay is what will actually propel me on my next trip. For example, I knew that this trip was going to be smooth sailing because I felt fine after all the sugary drinks and sugary foods that I had during my week-long trip to Hawaii. I know that if I could survive that and come back feeling fine, that I could survive this. I feel like I keep saying this, but I'm human. I absolutely still have some fears that seep in before trips, but I know I can always shut them down by reminding myself about how I felt when I returned home from this trip or the last trip or three trips before that. Like that confidence is like a muscle and the more you use it, the bigger it gets. And not for nothing, but we all deserve breaks sometimes even from our fitness routines, even from healthy eating, especially in this modern world where everything is just super high stress. We deserve to let loose and have a blast on vacation because if you're not, then is it even a vacation? I can't tell you how refreshed I feel after this recent bender. Tired? Yes. But overall, I feel lighter and happy and playful. And even Justin was like, I can just feel the energy coming off of you. And he's not that woo-woo person. But he was just like, you just like have this aura to you or something. And to me, it almost feels like this was the perfect kickoff to a really fucking great summer. And I can't stop blasting music and singing along and dancing throughout my house. And if you guys know me, you know that I am not that girl. But right now I'm like channeling her and I I wouldn't mind if she stuck around for a while. So I hope you guys got something valuable out of this episode. If not, just enjoyed listening to some personal stories And if my voice feels a little deeper than normal, a little scratchier, it's because it is. There's a lot of loud music in Scottsdale, Arizona. Like everywhere we went, it was just loud. Just constantly yelling, um, especially over music that I was dancing to. (laughs) But if you are ever in Scottsdale, Arizona, I highly recommend the tacos at Diego Pops and dancing at Whiskey Row. They also have a Whiskey Row in Nashville and Denver, but I can't attest to those because I've never been, but the Scottsdale one was very, very fun. So as always, thanks for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode.